Be a professional vigilante. You can sign up to Bo Schwartz's Vigilantism and Acting Studio course. You will learn how to deliver a proper revenge monologue. And how to clean an M16. Three scumbag. Fear my injustice. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hi, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, podcast where we offer unrehearsed, randomized reviews without the bull. I am Crofton Steers, one of three snazzy, snappy, intelligent hosts here to, to break down a topic this week. I'm here with my two friends, uh, and I am talking about Michael Hodgins and Bo Schwartz. Fellas, I'm introducing you collectively. Please chime in with your thoughts. Uh, hello, you, Crofton. Thank you hello. for uh, you know equivocally giving us time to say hello and not allowing me to uh, step on Mike's time to say hello by continuing to talk and say hello to the listeners, whom I'm very glad that they're here <laughs> listening to the show. It's it, it, that that, that intro Oh wait, from I Bo have was, one more thing. Uh, it's it was, my favorite time of the week. <laughs> right. I was just going to say that intro from Bo is much like his writing, a run-on sentence. Uh, oh, zing grammar. First, zing. first diss on Bo, I take my first shot. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like how it's a grammar diss. You could have easily said it's like my trips to the washroom, a run-on oh, trip. Oh, okay. second diss on Bo, second shot. <laughs> It's one of those shows. Let's keep it out of the toilet. <laughs> All right. I, you know, the toilet's my favorite place. It's my second home. <laughs> my uh, if we keep up, I'm going to be drunk before we get to the random topic generator. So so many re- revelatory thoughts happen uh, while I'm in the bathroom or watching Cosmos. Cosmo. Well, I'm glad you're on that show. It's good, eh? Yeah. I'm, every episode I watch, I always feel like, what am I doing with my life? It's, like, it's mind-blowing. It's like a spiritual experience yes. for an atheist. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's... I would recommend it to you. You should watch it too, Carlson. It's I watched good. one episode live on TV. Yeah. yeah it's, it's good, eh? Like, it's pretty entertaining and, like, cool. It, it, yeah, it was pretty, yeah, no, it was pretty good. I, I thought it was pretty interesting. It's just like a documentary. Yeah, it's good, but I don't know. Something about Neil deGrasse Tyson I quite like. Yeah, I know. It's true. He's he's definitely a – and he's got a – he's become, you know, a pretty – pretty big celebrity in internet circles like people worship at the church of neil degrasse well it's it's not about worship though i mean it just opens your eyes to stuff that's been going on in the world that i haven't been paying attention to in a very accessible way for someone as dumb as me but what's interesting is that he really in the in the first episode of the show he really is the carl sagan of his time because that's sort of he's the populist scientist you know bringing it to the masses and it's a good thing yeah no for sure that's that's true um all right, we have plugged Cosmos. Yeah, so send uh, us that check, please. Thank free you. of charge, of course. Free, just free of charge. Um, let's. You guys just want to seg into a review here, right off. Let's just uh, start let's up. Dude, I got the machine ready. Let's go. All right. All right. Let's get it going. <laughs> I bet. I bet you have the grass Tyson can see the random topic yeah. in space. You know, we yeah. should ask him to do the show. Uh, for 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 once, my coughing is appropriate because the topic is marijuana. Mara? I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> Mary Jane, electric lettuce, electric lettuce, um, <laughs> wacky tobacco, <laughs> wacky tobacco, weed, ganja. 
I, I right. heard it referred to in a reggae song the other day, and the lyric was burning down the herbs. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Well, the drug of choice of our and every generation. It's interesting uh, because we talked well, – there was a topic we did a while back that touched on marijuana, wasn't there? Hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember that, but drugs? <laughs> do we do we do drugs? I honestly don't no. know. But we've probably and, brought it up. We did smoking, actually. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. yeah there would be definitely some overlap. Um the thing the thing is is that, that marijuana, uh the ganja, if you will, um is has been is pretty much um looped in there with alcohol and cigarettes as kind of, th- I would say, the three most common uh, drug vices. So nicotine, alcohol, uh, and marijuana, right? It's, you might say it's a triumvirate. I, yes, I might say that if I was a douche. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so those are the three most, like if you go into any college across Canada or the or States. high school, for that matter. Yeah, yes. and, and, and empty out some lockers. You know, there's a good chance you're gonna find you're gonna find some weed, and I think like it is definitely um, uh, considered still, uh, although this is changing, an illegal drug, unlike uh, alcohol and tobacco, and um, and maybe rightly, maybe wrongly, but it's it's uh, it's the most common, I would say, of the illegal drugs. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I would say that probably. Um if you were to like, I guess, statistically survey a user base for who uses or what percentage of a population uses illegal narcotics. And I don't know if I'm using the word narcotics right in this context. Yeah, narcotics just means addictive drug. Yeah, if probably, I think everyone would agree without seeing any actual data that it's most likely to be marijuana by a landslide. Yeah, and but I would also say that it, it, I feel like it occupies its own place in that most people most people also find it sort of innocuous as compared to say meth or heroin you, you know like it it's just it's sort of like a few rungs down the ladder it's like the first step it's like it's illegal and it is for sure as we just said that it's got to be the most commonly used illegal drug but that most people are like well you know there's marijuana and then there's other drugs you smoke marijuana it's like yeah maybe that's if you're a parent you don't love that but you might say well at least they're not doing crystal meth because it's just it's it's sort of I, I feel like there's a common understanding that it's it doesn't have to the same degree the negative consequences of the some of the really hard opiates especially. Well, when we when we say consequences, you mean personal consequences, right? Well, and so the well, so, social consequences, per, personal and social. Because you know, I think and physical, right? Like if you look yeah. at. If you look at is caffeine a drug? I think it is, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It so is. yeah, a I, delicious I, one. I just not a you know when you put yourself on the public record, I don't want to look foolish, so I'm asking. Never hurts to ask. No, and um, it's a, it's and it's a, specifically it's a stimulant. So yeah, I mean, but you look at caffeine, you look at nicotine, and those drugs, um, there may be personal consequences to overuse or habitual use to them, but there's no imme- You're not in any immediate danger unless you're smoking in a rug factory of some kind. Um, or in an unsafe place, I suppose. Like, but that's more of an open flame issue. But um, you know, drinking alcohol, imbibing alcohol, can um, not only harm yourself if you imbibe too much at one time, but you can your behavior can change such that you're not you can be irresponsible with uh, common machinery like a car, or just you know, even just with but yourself. I, you know, I would say that people. that's 
that's the one thing that I would say that that weed is is also guilty of. Like, I mean, if, if somebody drinks like two two fours of beer, they're probably going to get alcohol poisoning, or you know, and that's there's physical consequences to that. I think, like, and I'm I'm no expert, but I think you can just smoke weed ad nauseum. You probably pass out at one point or whatever, but there's really no physical harm in in that regard. Uh, or not not very much proven physical harm, but I definitely like somebody who smokes up before driving or operating any sort of machinery. To me, I, I think that's where the danger of any sort of because it is it is a it is a, a altered mental state. Yeah, al- altered mental state. That's right. So uh, yeah, I would say that's definitely a, no, a for danger. Cer- for certainly it is, but and to but the whole overdose thing. So yeah, if, so. I think it's often lumped in, and this is why I think the legalization issue is so prominent because a lot of people are like, the elephant in the room is like, well, alcohol is legal, and its social and personal repercussions for use or misuse of is arguably much worse than marijuana. And I think that's like the um, – you can point to that right away because, I mean, I've heard people say that you, if you tried to somehow o- overdose on THC, which I think is what the active chemical in marijuana, you would need to smoke a lot of marijuana like – like to the point where it's like if you did anything to that excess, you would be an idiot and deserve whatever you're going to get um, in that same way that if you drink too much water, you'll die. And, and the um, reason this is – because and this isn't like the first conversation ever on the topic of marijuana, right, in terms of comparing it to alcohol and to, to legal drugs. I think the – what makes it so relevant is the um, the common discourse and the you know commonly held belief by many people that it should be a legal drug for responsible adults to use. Like in contrast to other drugs, where maybe they have a few advocates, but no nobody's really fighting the good fight to you know legalize cocaine. You know what I mean? Um, but we are doing it for marijuana, and I think that's what makes it. Um, that's what makes it significant, at least for our conversation. We're going to evaluate whether it's good, bad, or bullshit. Um, so let me ask well, you both. Oh, you have some. Yeah, I was just going to say. I, I think that part of where this issue stems from is it is it drugs and recreational or just you know common uses of drugs is is a sliding scale. So like we all drink coffee. But I mean, we're a caffeinated continent for sure. It is a drug. It's legal. I mean, it does alter your mind state, maybe to a lesser degree. But but no one would argue we need to make caffeine illegal. You know, it, it just it's a sliding scale, right? So that so then it's kind of like where do you draw the line? Because at one point uh, in the states, anyways, alcohol was illegal, and uh, and pe- but people wanted to use it en masse, and it got you know put back to legal. So that line is a moving target. And right now, it seems like. Um, people saying like, let's bring marijuana into the fold of like, look, it's, it's not crystal meth or heroin or cocaine. It's, you know, it's a pretty innocuous really. And we, maybe that line should just be moved to the other side of that one drug. Oh, I, I would say to that, that there, when you're doing this show, which is good, bad or bullshit, we're looking at marijuana in, in a particular light. We're looking to categorize it in one of these three categories when when then you look at the other side of of what the big marijuana conversation that mike touched on is uh, decriminalize or not legal or not right and um just to to frame my point of view on this and this is i don't know if this automatically uh influences the perception of my opinion or where i'm coming from but i have never smoked marijuana my entire life and 
for somebody my age to say that, and I'm not running for office or anything, for somebody my age to say that, that is highly unusual. G- generally, somebody has at least tried it. Uh, and I, you know, I have not. So that definitely colors, w- will color how people perceive my view and also colors my view uh, writ large. But I am a staunch uh, endorser of the legalization of pot. I, I definitely think I'm actually surprised it's not. There's so much way you can make money. Big companies can make money out of it. I really, I you know, we've touched on the limited, the limited, if any, dangers to it. You know, if alcohol is legal, why is this not legal? Sort of thing. So on one side of the discussion, you know, haven't smoked pot, but am I'm for the legalization of it. Where that. But where does that make me come down in terms of if it's good or bad or bullshit? I could still think something is bad or bullshit even if I support its legalization, right? Yeah, no, you don't have to 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 engage in something to have an opinion on whether or not others should. No. Or but also it's just it's not even the engaging on it. It's it's the fact that like I su- I actively support its legalization. I think that that I think that that would be a good good thing. But it doesn't mean that I necessarily think marijuana writ large is a good thing. You know what I mean? Like so that's what's when discussing this, it's easy to get sidetracked on the whole legalization story, uh, which is which is what's what's being discussed now. It's it's just like. Like when thinking about it, like it is just in my mind, it is another drug like alcohol that alters your mental state. The difference, the difference is, and the reason I'm a little softer on weed. If you ask me, Crofton, you don't drink, you don't smoke weed, you don't smoke cigarettes. If you were to do one of the three, what would you start doing? I would say for sure smoke weed. And a lot of people would find that surprising because they'd be like, well, you know, the other two are legal, right? Uh, but but it's just for me there's there's been there has been the most clinical evidence that supports uh marijuana as a medicine uh p- you know people using it um cancer patients using it for pain relief uh all sorts of stuff like that like good good things there very few negative things have been proven whereas both smoking and alcohol it's just been a uh, sliding slope of negativity right yeah. and i think i think that has to do with the um the, the the large pool that we put thing like we have this word drug and we have associations with drugs in two contexts one is helping the sick and you know drug companies pharmaceuticals and then drugs as recreational which you know um connotates a certain kind of person um certain types of behaviors which you know uh, you can if you're not someone that smokes pot and you're hanging around people who smoke pot they, they can be hard to relate to and it's for some people you know uh undesirable to even be around and um the other thing about drugs is you know the addictive nature the negative health consequences to doing them that you're getting this gratification basically for doing a drug um, but not for actually accomplishing any life goals or doing anything sort of tangible and work-related and so we had we cast aspersions on individuals you know who have that i think in the case of marijuana though um there's been a lot uh, of information, and I don't know all, all of it off the top of my head, but the general impression I get is that, you know, it's not, it's not actually addictive. And the, 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 health, the detrimental health benefits or detri- health effects are actually quite negligible. Um, you know, you have the smoking aspect, but if there are other ways to take in marijuana and, um, 
and you don't smoke it like you smoke cigarettes, like you'd smoke a pack a day. You wouldn't smoke a pack of marijuana joints a day. Maybe then you'd have a problem, but that might not. The addiction problem is not necessarily chemical addiction where, you know, things like cigarettes and, and, and methamphetamine and stuff actually affect your brain chemistry in such a way as to drive you to compulsively do, do more. So marijuana gets lumped into that into that pool by people who, you know, ha- don't have an intimate knowledge of, of what marijuana does and how it affects. I think it, um, uh, it, it also like the, the whole, um, it's not that harmful. I was just going to say, like, I, I have heard some studies about young people in particular, it, it affecting their ser- serotonin reuptake as adults. So that if you smoke a lot of marijuana as a teen, which I certainly have noted, known a lot of teenagers when I was in high school who smoked a lot of weed, more likely to have suffer from depression as as adults. So there there are some specific uh, to marijuana health uh, health repercussions, but I think that um, and and what you're uh, you're you sort of what you were talking about a little bit there, Bo. But it's more just the and I think the idea of it is the gate the gateway drug, um, but. What I find interesting about that is that it's again lumping coming back to alcohol, it's or cigarettes. They're all gateway drugs. If you have like an addictive personality, or if you have a need to self-medicate, you're gonna follow those cha- that chain of drugs. And if you and if you uh, feel you need or want more, you're gonna go past marijuana. And some people will just stop there because its effects are yeah. are more but, subtle. But there's something to also say about not just you know, the nature of addiction, the nature of substances, but the nature of our culture around it, because if you're, um, if you drive these things to, you know, a marginalized part of society and, and young people, rebellious young people, especially can find this thing cool, you know, there's sort of, it leaves its cultural stamp as well, where maybe you don't have a desire to do cocaine out of an actual curiosity to do cocaine to see what it's like, but you want to do it for other, you're motivated by other reasons such as social status or acceptance or all these, or just to belong to a group. Like there are other motivating factors that can do that. Like if, if marijuana, for example, was commonly accessible, like no one views cigarettes as a gateway drug. I mean, it's never been referred to as a gateway drug because we, you know, for the longest time, we considered it even healthy to smoke, right? Um, and I don't even think I think now we would say don't smoke, but we don't equivocate it to the use of hard drugs, where we do that with um, marijuana because it's illegal, and we have a we have a perspective on people who do illegal drugs, and people who do them feel that as well. And I think. Um, maybe to younger people, uh, you know, they, they don't make these decisions as responsibly. Well, the, the slippery slope thing is always being used when arguing about marijuana, right? And politicians will like, oh, one, one moment they'll be smoking weed, next they'll be snorting crack like the mayor of Toronto, you know, like it, it just, they, they always make it seem like one will just beget the other when in fact it's, 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 the most likely thing I've seen in terms of slippery slope with weed is is people lacing it with tobacco to make it smoother to 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 smoke and then become addicted to cigarettes. Like I mean, that transition I've seen all the time. And while I I do admit, if you were if you're a person who's trying a, a drug that is labeled by society is illegal, you are probably more likely to try another type of drug labeled by society as illegal than somebody who has tried no drugs labeled Man. by society. Well, I also think I also think that 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 is one of those misconceptions of kind of like like if you do cocaine probably if someone offers you 
a, a joint, you're going to be like, sure. You know, whereas it might not go the other way. If you smoke a lot of joints, someone's like, hey, you want to do a line of cocaine? You might be like, yeah, I'm good here. It just it goes backward in the same way that if you do like thinking about Rob Ford again, <laughs> you know, it's like he'll take it's it's whatever you can get and a lot of people like that so it's like obviously he's a big drinker and smokes the weed a lot and then of course you see him doing crack and you're like okay well you know those things go in line but it's but, just that they stop at various points and there's always that kind of like well what's that next step and everyone has their limit and for some people a lot of people it's weed and they probably try alcohol before they try weed in a lot of yeah cases. i think i think it's how you approach or, or what you're comfortable with i mean um, I smoke weed very rarely now, uh, maybe once or twice a year, and, and I know this is a small sample size, but you know, for me, I used to smoke uh, every day, like when I was a young adult, and um, you know, and look what you've done with your life. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's not right. Um, so you know, I and during that time, there has been availability of all kinds of drugs, but um, I. F- I've always felt like there was, you know, I at least I'd gotten a message somewhere or somehow, even though I thought maybe at one time I would be interested in trying those drugs because, you know, I'm young and adventurous and drugs are the ultimate adventure. Um, I never really uh, became interested or fascinated enough with it to engage in it despite daily use of marijuana. And so they say it's a gateway drug, but I feel like any any idea and i used to read like william burroughs novels you know i thought the idea of doing heroin was cool at one point in my life because you know because of the book junkie you know it's like <laughs> you know which was the wrong thing to take away when you read william s burroughs but um it's it's you know there there it's that there's a romantic notion to it you know people that you might think are cool are kind of doing it and you might give it a shot you know, for reasons beyond simply, oh, now I'm an addiction machine because I've done one drug, I'm going to do other drugs. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's, I think that's a way to marginalize people is to say they can't control their own impulses or there isn't more going on that uh, non-drug users aren't responsible. Um, so, for. Mike, what I was going to say when you were done earlier was uh, I, I just wanted to uh, to say, were you in disagreement with the what I was saying that if you are if you smoke one if you take one illegal drug you are more likely to take another illegal drug than someone who would take who has never taken an illegal drug that was i i understand the slippery slope i was making a joke earlier about that but like well no the, i don't even think it's a, i don't think it's a slippery slope i think that's I, a misconception i think it's no, just one of those I, things I, i'm not i'm not saying it's a slippery slope i'm right. saying that in 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 that's how it's sold that's how the the the, yeah. the the criminalization of marijuana is sold is a slippery slope but i am saying the one thing i will say about about using harder drugs is that someone it's less likely that somebody is never going to have smoked any illegal drug and then start with crack or heroin um you know it whereas on the other hand somebody if you're willing to smoke weed if you're willing to engage in an illegal activity and i'm not saying that it should be illegal if you're willing to engage in an illegal activity then by proxy you're probably more open to uh, engaging in it further illegal activity, where somebody who wouldn't even engage in the illegal act, uh, the the initial illegal activity of smoking weed, is probably less likely to then go to that 
to that next level. I don't know. For, for me, I think that the legality of it is a sort of moot point. I mean, it's so socially accepted and so ubiquitous that I, I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, it's against the law. I mean, there's some people that are like very goody two-shoes and for sure that will sway them. But I mean, that that's certainly uh, some, not something I've ever considered. The only thing I've ever considered about to do or not do drugs is health repercussions or am I going to like what this does to my mental state? And that usually I'm, I'm someone I, I quite like my mental state for the most part. And that's why I don't really dr- I've tried mar- marijuana before and it does not, I, I've been kind of meh and haven't, so I've only tried it a couple of times in my life and could take it or leave it. But it was never the legality or illegality of it that, that, that swayed me. It's more the knowledge of like something like cocaine. It's like, well, if you do too much, you might OD and die right there. And marijuana, that's extremely unlikely. So I think that safety element lets people do it. But the point I was trying to make was it more like if, like, if you're doing cocaine – you know, already, I, I just think people see it as a slippery slope because someone who does harder drugs probably also does marijuana. So they just infer, oh, yeah, that's how they got into it, which may not necessarily be the case. Because I just think it's rare you're going to find someone who's like, yeah, I like doing uh, cocaine. And then they're offered a marijuana. like, oh, no, no, I wouldn't touch that stuff. Yeah, you know? no, I, I agree with that. I think, but I do think, like, while I don't agree with the whole slippery slope phenomenon, I, I don't I, either. I, 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 do, I do agree with the fact that, that somebody who does cocaine probably did weed first, you know, like I, I do think that that's, that's likely, but I don't think that there's any connection, uh, like connection per se. One thing I will say though, when, when I mentioned earlier as the one who, who doesn't smoke or didn't smoke, I will say that when you're young, there is a tremendous amount of peer pressure. Everybody, everybody does it. And uh, what Mike said about the mental state is, is a good one because if you're, if you're, and Mike also mentioned self-medicating, and I, and I think that that's what is happening to a certain degree. Because as a teenager and as a young adult, that's the point where you're the least comfortable in your own skin, and it, it's also a point where you are the most hanging out with friends uh, as opposed to hanging out with family. And um, it, what ends up happening, I think, is that you feel uncomfortable. And I, I think both in, in both the case of binge drinking and booze and, and, and in the case uh, of weed, it allows people that would otherwise feel socially awkward to feel more sort of relaxed and, and able to uh, fraternize with each other and that sort of thing. And I think that's that's positive. That's like a positive thing. I recognize that I personally am fairly social and don't really need that stuff to to get out there and to enjoy hanging out with people. I recognize it makes some people uncomfortable when everybody is drunk. They don't want a sober person around that may remember what happened the next day. But at the same point, I, I can't hold it against weed at in terms of, in terms of uh, allowing some of these people, even as adults who are socially awkward, to relax a bit because it, you know it can be a hard thing to relax for some people. I'm luckily not burdened by that. You know what the funniest <laughs> things I I heard, and I'm not sure if this is entirely true, but um, are you smoking weed right now? Yes. <laughs> Do you have any uh, cookies? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, one of the funniest things I heard, though, about like like THC itself, and I'm taking kind of a segue here, but I think it's funny is that it can get stored in your um, in your fat tissues, and apparently it can get released later on. So if you smoke enough weed, you can get high 
uh, randomly. <laughs> like, a, like a weed flashback? Because I mean, it's, I it's, guess it's so. Yeah, I mean, I, I never about LSD. It. LSD. Yeah, but like, I just find it funny that it can be stored in your body for later use. Um, but you know, anyways. That was just, uh, I'm smoking weed. I, I lost a thread of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of those things, too. It was like, uh, there was a couple of guys that Mike mentioned in, 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 in high school, but also in college, in which they, they're just like chronics, we call them. They just smoke uh, one uh, one joint to the next. And those people, I you know, I sort of feel bad for because I feel like they're, they're missing out on something to a certain extent, you know, like uh, I feel like the days are passing them by and they're just not. And it's the same if you're addicted to anything, really, and I, I don't mean to necessarily look down on them, but my memories of marijuana are not are not really uh, positive ones. Like I don't know of many people that that I would advocate as role models and and that who are who are heavily uh, u- using marijuana or or even notable for using marijuana. So yeah, like I I, I don't know. Sometimes it it does have this effect of making you feel very um, for, at least for me very thoughtful about things. Like I have all these big ideas and. And I get really creative, but then A, I never remember them, and B, if I actually think to like write them down or note them, they make absolutely no sense and they're terrible. You're like, <laughs> like, you're like what? What am I? You know, so it doesn't my work. cat rocket? That was a golden idea. <laughs> the cats would fly the rocket. I don't understand. How yeah. else would they get over the rainbow? Yeah. But then you think of like, uh, um. Uh, you know the Beatles uh, were always uh, you know accused of smoking the the weed when they came out with some amazing songs and maybe they wouldn't have had they not been participating. Were they on acid? Of, uh, well, I mean, I feel like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. <laughs> I like how they're like, oh no, that was about John Lennon's kid or so, or uh, someone's kid, and I'm just like, yeah, how dumb do you think we are? <laughs> I do. You know what? But, that that does touch on something, Mike. That uh, and sorry to interrupt, but but I it does it does kind of bother me the social sort of uh, both both the peer pressure as a teen on one side, but then as an adult, the kind of disdain that people have for you know any drug users, like you use drugs and therefore you know you have to lie about it if you're a public figure, all that sort of stuff. I find that's kind of and the fact that Beatles would have to oh yeah it wasn't LSD because we were just drinking ginger ales, you know like. Yeah, it's 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 a bit like the the stigma around it is one that I, I think is has come out of this very effective in the U.S. Well, oh, actually, I should say not effective, but in terms of perception, like war on drugs, of making drugs be uh, this sort of uh, you're a social pariah or you failed in, in life if you're a drug user, and I really think that that's it's that's a bit naive. Because if you look at the human species, you take a step back. Like if you were aliens and you came and looked down, you'd be like, oh, these people like to do drugs. It would be pretty obvious. I mean, whether it's drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, drinking alcohol, smoking weed, doing any other type of thing. And it's not a new phenomenon. This is People have been doing this for thousands of years, including cocaine and alcohol for sure. Uh, and it's just what, what they could get their hands on. And I, I just feel like there's some aspect of human nature that wants to have people want to have their perceptions tweaked slightly and everyone's different some people don't need that some people do but across the board if you look at humanity i'd be like yep there's something there that people want to just like have their mental state change for a short period of time like it's not we shouldn't be just casting all these people as like oh they're all morally inept or something because they've succumbed to this it's just it's sort of 
it's it's sort of part of humanity, I think. I, I think we've transitioned from one form of moral super- superiority to a different kind. And in many cases, the different kind's probably good. Um, you know, it's not that long ago that, you know, Surgeon General of the States was saying, yeah, smoking's good for you. It's good for your baby, too. Like, so at that period, you know, and I'm not going to, I don't know enough to, to say too much on it, but, you know, the drug war had a lot to do with, you know, values, family values, nuclear family, religion. Um, there, there was this sort of morality and, you know, loose people did drugs and all that. And then so we've tra- we're have we transitioning away from that to, to see the, the splendors of humanity and not to define things by very traditional strict sense. But we have now like this, this health revolution where like science is expanding at a, at a huge rate and we're able to study and examine the effects of, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, you just be like, oh, it's cocaine. It makes you feel good. Oh, let me try it. You know, like that would be your introduction into what cocaine was if you you know, don't, didn't have any context, but now there is information out there, even if it's just very generally known that, you know, it has this harmful side effect. If you do it for too long, it's like this, this is where you're sending your life. If you embark on this particular type of drug and it's true of cigarettes and even alcohol, uh, things that are socially acceptable. Now you, you can't drink in the workplace. You can't smoke in the workplace. Why? Because we know that you're being an asshole to everyone around you and killing them or, you know, or that it, 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 it causes reckless behavior and, and it's, it's not appropriate for a place where we're all trying to convene together. Um, and, and so, like, in the case of marijuana, it might be that, well, there are some negative side effects, but it's not that bad, you know, but we're not there yet. It's lumped into all of it. But we're still, there's still a moral superiority. Well, and I think, I think it's... A lot of it has to do with just like the, the the history of certain drugs. So like alcohol is clearly one that has been ubiquitous throughout history. Um, in the Middle Ages, you know, apparently you hear stuff like, oh, you couldn't drink the water because it makes you sick. Everyone drank beer, beer including kids, because at least it was uh, free of bacteria because of the process of making it. It was potable. Uh, so like alcohol has been around forever. And I think that that's why it's it's so hard for people to to – to admit that it's, or, or there's been the, the the sort of social movement on that has been the other way to be like acknowledging, okay, alcohol's bad because everyone always saw like your parent drank alcohol, their parent drank alcohol. It's just normalized, right? Normalized. Whereas something like marijuana, it was not as common certainly in Europe. It's not a European drug, so it's a new drug, and if people are more afraid of the unknown. They'd be like, oh, what is this thing? But alcohol's fine because it's always been there. Um, and it's interesting how the, the social movements have gone in opposite directions. We're kind of saying, like, alcohol, really a problem. No longer use it in the workplace as it once was quite common. And marijuana has come from being like, oh, it's this gateway drug of paranoia. You're going to be paranoid and out of your mind. And it's come really almost into the mainstream the, uh, the other way. As, as, as I think the kind of reality of both has set in to be like, yeah, alcohol's got some major problems. Weed is... You know, it's got problems too, but it's not as bad as it was once made out to be kind of thing. They, they're, they're meeting almost. For madness! <laughs> um, do you, what do you guys think? For uh, Are you guys ready to cast judgment on marijuana? Let us cast our aspersions. I, I, I sort of, this one was, I don't know why, but I, I thought easy for me. Um, marijuana is bullshit. <laughs> and I would kind of say that for almost all drugs. I, I, I'm... I, I would never cast such a broad net to say drugs are. I'm not one of those drugs are bad people. And I also think that 
Are they good? Nah, I don't know. I mean, they, they have their places, medicinal uses, things like that. If it works for you, that's great. But I've always, and this is obviously from my personal perspective, but I've always been someone I've really enjoyed my mental state. I haven't really felt the need to see it altered, or when I have, it's kind of been a letdown, really, frankly. Uh, so to me, it's like, it's just a big pile of bullshit. If it works for you, whatever. If it doesn't, who cares? I think people overblow the negatives. Uh, and the positives are also probably overblown. It's just a whatever thing for me. So yeah, bullshit. Funny because uh, I, you know, I don't know why. I, I, I thought that you were going to say it was good or whatever. I, I definitely am. I'm going to say that it is uh, bullshit. <laughs> and uh, the main reason, the main reason for that, are honestly extremely similar to Mike's main reasons. And uh, again, I don't want to confound this with the legality thing because I'm a staunch advocate of of the legality of of marijuana. I think that it it uh, it should not be illegal if alcohol and 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 cigarettes are illegal. Um, but I I just I'm same same deal. Mental state. I don't I don't really need it. On the other hand, um, my you know my uncle recently uh, had undergone cancer treatment, and uh, he has been uh, smoking marijuana for the first time, and uh, it's been helping him pain manage and that. So um, uh, you know that obviously is is a good thing, uh, but just because it can be used medicinally and and here and there isn't really enough of a good reason for me to say that it is a good thing. And like Mike, I think that no matter what the drug or, uh, that was in front of me for, for delivering a verdict, I would probably fall on the bullshit because I think for the most part, they all are. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I have a little side note too, like, cause you mentioned that, you know, marijuana is good for, as, as, for medicinal use, right. For people that are suffering from symptoms, it provides them with relief. So, you know, that definitely swings in its favor. It was just funny because I heard um, there was a recent case of Ebola that broke out with some Americans in Africa and uh, missionaries. They flew them back to the States and they experimented with these new drugs on them. And apparently this is cured too. One still died. It was three, sorry, missionaries. And um, so they're, they're sending now the drugs to Africa. But there's not enough. There's very few drugs, you know, and there's a lot of demand for it. So in order to grow them faster... And I'm not sure how it works, but they're using tobacco plants, like they're tobacco plants to speed up the production to provide them with this Ebola drug, which Ebola is, if you don't know, it's the, one of the most vicious like <laughs> bacteria that humans could take in. It'll kill you in a matter of weeks. The virus. Yeah, or virus. Okay. But um, it'll kill you quicker than any, like an outbreak is bad. It'll wipe out populations. Anyways, um, so, you know, because I'm, I'm a cigarette smoker and nicotine can be used to prevent, um, I think, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Uh, so there's a case to be made, I think, for most drugs where if it can kill I think anything somebody. can prevent Alzheimer's. <laughs> well, I mean, it might stave off symptoms or something like that. It doesn't cure it. It just prevents it. But, um, or uh, prolongs or staves off the symptoms. But, um you know, I, I'm I'm a nicotine I'm a nicotine imbiber still. I'm, I'm I vape or vape now they call it, um, and it's it's still not good for me, right? Um, and it's still arguably way worse than marijuana, which is <laughs> finally there. Um, you know, I think that we're studying more and more the effects of drugs on the body, not just how they affect us culturally or not just how we behave when we do it, but what are the long term ramifications of doing things? And to me, marijuana is is probably the safest of any drug that I would have tried. And um, 
Now, I used to do a lot of marijuana, but I can't really do it anymore because I don't really have that much fun when I do it. Like, honestly, I want to have more fun than I actually have when I do it. And I've made the very adult decision to, you know, have it every now and then if it's someone's offering it. But I get nothing from it. And, you know, ultimately, we just have to trust ourselves. And if we're having fun with it, fine. And if we're not, that's fine. As long as we're not hurting other people, I don't see a problem with it. So I think marijuana is good. Because I've had fun with it, and I know other people can have fun with it. And so why would I want to take away their fun for, you know, silly beliefs, uh, moral beliefs, health or otherwise? Anyway, so good. I, uh, I, yeah, I knew Bo from the beginning was going to say it was good. I just, when he started delivering his verdict, I was like, well, he's saying why it should be bullshit. But then in the end, he said it was good anyway. Well, it just, it maybe, <laughs> I guess maybe like I was a little selfish and I indulged myself in a roundabout conversation on that other thing because you maybe think of it that's you know what run on sentences it's okay (laughs) i am high after all right now (laughs) it's okay to uh you know like that's the great thing about this show like you can have facts you can have all the information in the world telling you something is good and if you don't like it you can be like whatever's i'm a host it's bad uh, and that's you know that's your that's just like your opinion man in the (laughs) word well said in the words of one of the immortal potheads, uh, the um, the dude, the, the dude, he the duder, Lebowski, like the dude. So that's what you call me, man. Don't pee on his rug. All right. If uh, you'd like to abide uh, by sending us an email, you can do so by sending the email to goodbadbull at gmail dot com. You want to find out more about our show, man? Um, well, you can find it at goodbadbull.com. There you'll find links to uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and an RSS link for your RSS reader. Um, if you visit those sites and you've heard our show, why don't you leave us a review? We appreciate any reviews that we get. Uh, we just like seeing the positive feedback, hopefully. Um, <laughs> finally, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter, at goodbadbull, and you can like our Facebook page. Link is on the site. All right, uh, Crofted, if our listeners want to find out more about you or where you like to get uh, not watch people get high. Uh, where can they find you? They can find me reciting Big Lebowski quotes at Croft and Steers on the Twitter. All right, Mike. And if uh, people want to find out more about you, do some cyber stalking. Uh, where can they do that? Cyber stalking. It'd be pretty ineffective cyber stalking. This guy <laughs> never tweets. Uh, at ML Hodgins. I also realize that my name, that my last name, is not obvious of how to spell it. So, good luck finding my Twitter. <laughs> we did not spell it. <laughs> All right, and you can find me at Bo Schwartz. All right, so I think that's going to conclude this week's show. Hey, you uh, any know what? Close- oh, yeah, sorry, closing Bo. thoughts there, Crofton? I do have closing thoughts. I, when we mentioned that, when we were talking about the Big Lebowski, I realized that even though I don't smoke pot or anything, I really have a penchant, if you will, for marijuana movies. Uh, and I was thinking about a couple, like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, uh, Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Dazed and Confused, so good. Um, and, and uh, the Big Lebowski. There's others, man. Even the Cheech and Chong movies when I was a kid, which I shouldn't probably have been watching. Uh, I uh, I found those pretty funny. I do quite enjoy marijuana laced humor. PCU. You ever see that movie? No. Like a '90s movie. You'd like it. It has ultimate frisbee in it. But Sweet. yeah, it's like these hippies playing ultimate frisbee. The, yeah, the ultimate pot sport. Yeah, for sure. Well, it was. <laughs> now it's just full of jocks like every other sport. But uh, yeah. but yeah, the, the, the funny thing about weed is like the the when you think of the perception of people on weed, they're usually like 
chilled out dudes who are like, oh yeah, hey man, how's it going? <laughs> it's like it's not. It's it just seems like it makes people laid back. It's like okay, whatever, who cares? That's yeah, that's definitely how it's portrayed in the films. Uh, hey, well, yeah. I find too. Like I've never met people who are smoking marijuana and want to like get in a fight, whereas like alcohol makes people crazy sometimes. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, you, you have the friendly drunks and you have the violent drunks where there's really only one. There's two types of potheads. There's the the kind that fall asleep and the kind that stay awake and are relaxed. I'm the I'd sleeping the sleep kind. kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice marmot, man. Uh, I fall asleep with a, with a cookie in my mouth. Yeah. And the rest of the cookie is dumped on myself. Seeking <laughs> revenge!